Hello and welcome to another episode of the Five at the Back Soccer Podcast. I am Charles and I am back. Uh, and apparently so is everybody. Literally everyone is here tonight. We got Kyle, Christian, Eric, Jen, Scott, and Skiff. All of what us, up? everyone's here. Welcome back, everyone. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, basically now that we know who's going to win the Premier League, I mean, it, we just pretty much yeah, nothing left to talk about, really. So it's great. It's great for all of us. So uh, first and foremost, we're going to kick tonight's pot off with a little update from the uh, the Chelsea side of things. They're going through a little wait, bit. Wait, 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 wait. Who's okay. going to win the Premier League as soon as you jumped in straight away? <laughs> None of our teams. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Let's go. Kyle, Kyle, Chelsea. <laughs> Acceptable answer. Let's move. <laughs> At freezing cold take. Kyle. All right. Congratulations, on, Arsenal, on winning the Champions League and the Premier League. Huh. Uh, what's going on with Chelsea? Nothing. Uh, it's still a four-horse race. Um, I think either yesterday or today, we were talking before the pod, was the final date for them to submit additional bids. Um, it looks like the four... Bidders are going to be the Bully Consortium, uh, the Ricketts family, uh, Pagliuccia, who is, uh, he owns Atalanta or part of Atalanta. He's also a part owner of the Boston Celtics. And there's a fourth, there's a fourth ownership group. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now, but um, the, I think the Pagliuccia consortium just brought in the other co-owner of the Dodgers, which is quite interesting because you figured he would be in the group with Todd Bowley, considering they own the same American baseball team. But um, I do know the Chelsea owners trust and Chelsea pitch owners have been meeting with the ownership groups. Um, they, every ownership group has met with Paul Cannaville, who is Chelsea's first uh, black player. Um, and each, the ownership, I know the pitch owners group and the supporters trust has asked the ownership groups to lay out plans for what they plan to do with the renovation of Stamford Bridge, including, um, you know, knocking down the old stadium and rebuilding right where it currently stands as opposed to moving it. So, the goal apparently is to have the sale completed by the end of May. Um, if they don't get it completed before the end of May, there's a chance that they won't be able to make transfers when the transfer window opens in June, but it seems like we're heading towards a resolution. It's kind of slowed up a little bit, which to me is a good thing. Cause it means we're coming into the business part of it. Everything was kind of going thick and fast originally. So we'll see. I'm still hoping it's not the Ricketts. So it's going to be. Oh, it, I know sorry. it is. I'm going to be big. Yeah. I'm going to be very sad. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're the odds. They're the odds-on favorite, right? Like everybody's bid is pretty close, from what I read, and it's just who is going to end up, right? Like Dude. you said, there's complications because one te- one of the groups owns Atlanta, the other one is part owners in Crystal Palace. So, yeah. if they didn't divest it's- their stake in Atlanta and they met in the Champions League then one team would have to forfeit. So it's interesting. I, you know, the what? Ricketts are the, the, the front runner family that's in the news all the time because a, their political family members don't know how to shut up. They all have terrible takes and they're just, they can't stop putting their foot in their mouths. But I do think the bully consortium 
has a good chance of winning because he's been, you know, he's just been uh, an ever present from the beginning. And, you know, he, it seems like his group from what I've heard with the talks with the Chelsea pitch owners and the supporters trust, um, he has a good idea of what he wants to do to transform uh, and keep the club going as well as renovating Stamford bridge. So uh, I'm hoping beyond all hope that it's bully consortium. Because it's the only one I think that doesn't have any "quote unquote" skeletons between divestment issues and just being horrible people. So we'll see. Well, the horrible people thing would kind of fit the trend. So thank you for your input, Scott. I'm just saying, <laughs> and I, I do want to say this is very strange for me because Kyle, you're such a genuine good person, and. You care about everybody else, and I want so badly for it to be the opposite of what you want. Like I know. I'm, I'm having an issue reconciling those things. I'm not, um, but it's just still, you know, it's hard. I, I know it's 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 sports fandom. If if the shoe is on the other foot, I'd want the worst possible owner for you guys too. So don't worry about it. Right, so. they have that. It's okay. It's true. The um, the thing that I find interesting, and this is unrelated to like Chelsea itself um, is each one of the final four bids uh, the people bidding for them are at least part owners already of an American sports franchise and they part at least part own one of those teams and yet they still have the money available to make a three to four billion dollar bid um, for Chelsea as well so yeah. just kind of interesting when we uh, you know talk about sports ownership it's like Oh, so you can you can buy a team and then make enough money to buy another team. We talk about sports ownership like regular people talk about buying like video games or golf clubs or you know just regular people stuff. And you know they're part owners, right? So they're the Dodgers are owned by an ownership group that includes Todd Bowley and Magic Johnson. You know, and the uh, he's part of a consortium with the Swiss billionaire to try and purchase Chelsea. So it's not like they have the money outright to do it themselves, but they've got plenty of money to give it a go, which is just yeah. insane to me that you can say, oh, yeah, I'm part owner in the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. And I'm also part owner in the Chelsea. Oh, and by the mm-hmm. way, I'm part owner of the Dolphins or whatever. Or this and that and the other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, you know, I own a team across all major sports. Just no big deal. What 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 if Elon Musk decides that he is going to bid five billion dollars? I'll I'll take with that bid. I'll take everything Chelsea off my car. I'll throw away everything <laughs> and trade it in on a Tesla. You're gonna take it all, all back on. <laughs> Why would you do that, Kyle? I mean, you've had a I, I really a, a Russian oligarch. Yes, and but you when proudly I proudly supported him and not get well. Okay, so I I wasn't a Roman Abramovich fan. Let's let's be clear. When I started watching Chelsea, I was 14 years old and I had no idea who an oligarch was. And I watched them and I, I fell in love with the team. And it just got to the point where I was following the team and I love the team. Now, as a 30 year old man, what, what game was that? It was when Chelsea came over and played the MLS All-Stars. Ah, so when they won that. the league? Yeah. So, if, so they I mean, hadn't won it without Roman Abramovich being part of the club. Okay, and I was uh, when has why is this turned into an inquisition? <laughs> Answer the question. I was I wasn't alive when Roman Abramovich. I wasn't I wasn't watching football. Neither were the rest of your fans. Whoa! Be that as it may, we're Ouch. here. Sorry. So, 
That's why I don't like it that you're a Chelsea fan, Kyle, because you're nice, and I want to be mean to the Chelsea fan. Well, be mean. I don't, how do, I don't give a how shit. How do you think we feel about you, Scott? You nobody, you can't. It's, it's Spurs. It's you can't Spurs, kick someone right? that's like, already down. You can't be like passionately hate hateful of Spurs because it's Tottenham. Like what? Really? What's there to we're be gonna mad save, about? We're going to save right. this audio. It's like <laughs> it's 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 like being. Never mind. I was I was going to make a Simon Bird joke. That's inappropriate. Move on. Got over. All right. Well, well, thanks for that update, Kyle. We'll move forward. Uh, can I can hope, I get hopefully. off the can I get off the stand, Your Honor? No. Uh, well, fuck you. I'm doing it anyway. We got more questions. No, we got. We're about to talk about Champions League. We're about to talk about Champions League, and you're going to have to answer questions about that. But uh, before, while you're down, man. <laughs> before we get to the Chelsea game, uh, let's start off with probably one of the biggest shocks of. Uh, the matches that happened this week, um, Bayern versus Villarreal. What happened there? So when we made our uh, predictions for the quarterfinals, I actually did say that Villarreal would beat Bayern Munich over two legs. They would be the dark horses in the uh, quarterfinals. I think he did. He did. And I said they were going to have to get a result in Spain, which they did. I did they not did. envision them going into Germany and also getting a result. No, I thought I thought Bayern would uh, do what they did in the previous round, but right. Real did well, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, Unai Emery is becoming literally the the champion of cups, and yeah, yeah, he's done it again. All so he had to I, do was get the stink of Arsenal off him, and he was gonna he's gonna shine, flourish. All right. <laughs> See, now, a, Kyle, now we're speaking the same language. Right. There's yeah. only one thing that's <laughs> certain in the semifinals is Liverpool are going to absolutely destroy Villarreal Anfield. I don't destroy know. them. Oh, I, we are, we are going to run them over. Oh, my God. Oh, no, Y'all, I, I, like, you're nope. tempting fate. We got two pessimists and Skiff on no, the show. No, 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 no. I'm not a pessimist. I think we'll win. But assuming no, that we're going to just like boat race no. them is, oh, I will. feel like. Scott, it's, stand, up for your B, stand up for your B team. No. We are going to boat race them. We are going. There he no. is. No. No, it's not. They're going to get, they have no idea what's ha- going to be happening and waiting for them at Anfield. They are going to get <laughs> blown away. You're going to beat Bayern and Ajax by accident. Ajax is a B league. Bayern has not been Bayern this year. They've been okay, but they are not the Bayern of the last five years. This is true. Listen, Villarreal is a great team. They play a very defensive, defensively sound and stout, right? Like, they will beat teams who are like Bayern and like Ajax because they will shut them down. But this year, we have enough creativity and we have enough midfield with Thiago added, with Trent Alexander's passing. We have enough to break down that, um, break down the way that they play. And with Jota being in the middle and actually being able to have somebody in the middle who can head a ball, this is just a different team than Bayern. I mean, Liverpool are different and Anfield is Anfield. Like it is one of the hardest places to play in Europe away. So 
we are going to boat race them and then we're going to beat them and Benfica and go to the title. I mean, it's a shit hole, but it's certainly a hard place to play, that's for sure. Why are you <laughs> why are you going to Benfica to play Villarreal? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. They're all in the same uh what is it? Uh, peninsula, Iberian Peninsula. Well, I mean, they are they are on the same peninsula. I mean, right. not... Yeah, I mean, Villarreal over Liverpool in penalties. On the You're second a night. jerk. You would, you would nice know, right? Just no, you would know. Uh, yeah, we would. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I think you made him mad um, with the IXB league comment with the Ten Hag stuff. Well, I mean, Ajax is in the league first and foremost, so I really didn't, I didn't worry about that one too much. Yeah, he did board that a little funky, but <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> At least I pronounced the name right this time. Yeah, you got pretty Gross. good. It was close. So was close. So proud of you. Okay. It's, no. it's interesting. It's interesting though how that that strange second tier of La Liga tends to do so well in Europe. You know, like you, mm-hmm. you look at the Europa League, they've they've held like eight of the last eleven between Villarreal, Sevilla, um, you know, Barcelona's there now, you know, but it's it's Anymore. strange. <laughs> it's just strange. No, yeah. It's I mean, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I, it's probably the the tactical, you know, the way they have to set up to compete with the big two and a half, whatever you want to call it. Let's see, but that type of football they have to play on that, that money ball type of approach roster wise. And then the tactics seems to work well in Europe. So it's interesting. Speaking of Atletico, they oh. also played this week and they played they Manchester city. Uh, and yeah, what a game that was. What, what are your opinions on Simeone and his style? Like to me, I, I tweeted this out. They're the worst team to play against. They're horrible to play against. They're, They're horrible to watch. Anti-football. It's not fun. <laughs> but it's effective. Yeah, Is I, it? Yeah, they're yeah. in fourth. It's effective. Christian and I would agree. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. If I had to watch that, that every week, man, I'd be so mad. <laughs> Terrible. Just trash. The, the amount, like, who wants to watch it? Right? It's like, it's like, Villarreal, Sevilla, except with money. Like, why are you doing it this way? You have right. they spend way too much money. Simeone is the highest paid manager in the world, if I'm not mistaken. To do that, mm-hmm. he's he's the the Spanish Sean Dyche. Like, what are we doing? They are the Burnley like, of La Liga. A hundred. They're Burnley with money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but they have they don't, Joel play, they don't play with honor. No, they, have they don't. That's, they're the Burnley of yes. Exactly Griezmann, Griezmann, Felix, like Suarez, uh, like they're okay, attacking no. it. Crazy. Yeah, Koke and what's his uh, what's his face and goals and Oblak, so great goalie. Like they have all mm-hmm. the talent to play. Yeah, they just don't. That game got <laughs> ugly at the end. Like it did. Simeone yeah. needs to leave. But he won't leave because, uh, like Scott said, he's the highest paid manager in the world right now. And where would you go? I mean, like, you you can't uh, – they're like, he's going to be there until he doesn't want to be there. They they love Simeone. They well, don't he also care. doesn't speak English, right? Like, he's yeah. he's a native Spanish speaker, and that's, I believe, his only language. And I he mean, has no interest. He played at Atletico. 
they, he's consistently in the Champions League. The fans there are just crazy enough to love that kind of football. Short of him dropping out of Champions League spot or out of a Euro- European spot from La Liga, I think he'll be there until he wants to leave. Yeah. Yes, I agree. He seem like an ideal Chelsea manager, right? Oh, been there, know. done there. Don't want to go back. Thank you. Mm. Who who has been there, done there? Jose. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jose. Jose. <laughs> Jose. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But but and, even then, um, Jose, Jose was progressive at some point. I don't at think at some Simeon point. Is. But his he was it. I, I don't want to go back there. Please. We had to deal with the the <laughs> anti version of it was sorry where he was attacking to a point, but it was boring. So between Jose and then sorry, I don't want to go back to watching 10 men behind the ball for 75 minutes. Oh, you guys are good. Tuchel's fine. If it stays. Why would, where would he go? Where's he going? Wherever he wants. PSG? Been no. there. I'm not. Back there. <laughs> no, I mean, um, um, it was ugly, right? Like they had to have police after the game, separate the, the players walking to the, the locker in room. In the tunnel, yeah. yeah. I mean, Grealish had his hair pulled um, at the end of that game. <laughs> Pull, Sorry, like, it was it was awesome. It really, really was. Cat, and honestly, um, Foden is the new Neymar, 100%. I can't, I can't tell which one of those teams dive and shithouse more, Manchester City Both or Atlanta. It, it was just Both. like a flop. flop Liverpool. That, that was a two. It was like A or B. Why didn't you pick C? C was not given as, as an option. Well, I'll tell you what is C. Chelsea is seeing their way out of the Champions League. How'd that game go, Chelsea? Oh. oh it was a great, great transition. transition, though. It was a great hey. transition. <laughs> oh, we, we, we really talking instantly. about Chelsea now? Yeah, it's yeah. Really is, yeah. Is sure why not. That was magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Chelsea got knocked out uh, five four on aggregate. Uh, in in one of the, the the more exciting or most exciting, I would say. Can, can you imagine going to the Bernabeu and leading three 0 with only a few minutes to go and still getting knocked out of the Champions League? That is crazy. Yes, I can because I saw it. <laughs> how did it. How did it play out, Kyle? Tell us. <clears throat> um, so Chelsea. It. So Chelsea won a one nothing in the first half. The first half they. The first half ended one. Let's jump to three nil. Tell us what um, happened then. Yeah, so Timo got the third goal, um, and it was at that point it was four three on aggregate. So we were up four three with fifteen minutes left, um, and then uh, Luka Modric hit one of the one of the best passes with the outside of the boot, boot I think I've ever seen. I mean, he dropped it in an alleyway for Rodrigo, who had just come on in the game. And I think scored with like his first or second touch. So, and then um, I actually didn't see the game winning goal. Charles was watching the game for me because I had familial things to do, but um, it was a Benzema header, which has just is, I mean, you could just describe the two, two legs as a Benzema masterclass. Cause he had a hat trick, the first leg and he had the deciding goal, second leg. Um, but I thought Chelsea played really well. I mean, yeah, it sucks to go out of the champions league, but, you know, going into Madrid, being down 3-1. I don't think anyone expected us to be up 3-0 at any point in the game. Um, honestly, it could have been more, probably should have been more. Chelsea should have been, you could argue Chelsea should have been more clinical than they were, and they scored three goals. So, 
Um, again, just like last year, if you look at the XG, I know Scott uh, gets a chub for XG. Um, uh, we battered them again. I think it was like 4.5 to 2.5 over two legs, which was similar to what it was last year. So, I mean, okay. but that's football. Wednesday should have been more clinical. You mean like they missed lots of chances and they should have won the game quite easily? Uh, I don't know that they missed a lot of chances, but Pulisic had two within like five minutes of coming on. And the second one, I think, was a little bit harder than the first one, but he should have put the first one away. Um, So they didn't have – it's not like they had 15 shots and made two. No, in the first first game, Benzema scored two of the best headers you're ever going to see ever, right? Whereas Lukaku had a – I had a, like, three yards out and still managed to put it wide. Yeah, well, well I mean, it's Lukaku. So, also, I, mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Ben- Benzema missed uh, at least one setter in the first leg. And to be fair to Pulisic, it was like a 3% chance he missed both of those. So, Nice joke. Wow. I like that. That's a very subtle, like, deep-cut joke. Well, we got, <laughs> we got, in all seriousness, Kyle, we got real questions about your defense, though. Um, I mean, I don't feel like any of you have real questions for me. It's just, I'm, it's just shit on Kyle. Did, no, 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 no. I mean, because what I'm saying is they they underperform in a game like this, and all signs point to Rudiger not s- signing with you guys again and going somewhere else. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Tiago's aging, Christensen's leaving, Ru- Rudiger's leaving. Where where is your center backs going to come? So, from? so I'll stop you there. I don't think all signs point to Rudiger leaving because I think if he was truly dead set on leaving he would have signed with somebody already because he can right because he's leaving on a free so he can sign a pre-contract now everything that i've read from the reputable reporters that follow chelsea say that rudiger was very close to re-signing with chelsea and then the sanctions happened so i i do think i do think there's a chance we bring rudiger back but if we don't you're talking about losing Christensen, like you said, who's off to Barcelona, um, losing Rudiger, uh, potentially losing Espelicueta, although uh, part of his contract kicked in, so he's been automatically re-signed for another year. But all that means is we just won't lose him for free. Well, right. if we do lose him, someone will pay like that. Ollie Giroufi from AC Milan, like the million dollar, million pounds. Thank you. Come again. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. And it all hinges on whether or not we can get an owner in, in time to have a transfer window. Have there been any links with Rudiger to domestic clubs? Cause that could be a reason for him not to have signed a Bosman because you can't sign up within, within um, England. Th- I think, I think the only rumor I've heard is him potentially to man United, but um, the, the heavy links, <laughs> the heavy links, nodding your head. <laughs> yeah, the heavy links have been uh, Madrid Bayern and uh, and Juventus, yeah, Yeah. Juventus, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, I mean, Rudiger not not signing yet is a sign of multiple different, you know, uh, factors in play that haven't haven't been resolved yet. So exactly, um, it does it doesn't surprise me that he's not signed. I mean, Chelsea's sale has to be figured out, and so they they need to sort that out. Um, all of these offers he's getting from big teams overseas, I know that they're they've approached him, but I'm, I'm I'm assuming that no formal offers have been you know lodged towards him. Um, and then I'm I, like you said, he's, he's also been connected with United, and United's not going to make any offers towards players until the coach is installed and the coach tells them exactly who they who you know who he's going to go after. So um, I'm sure that Rudiger is 
actively eyeing everything that's going on. And and you're, you're, you're I think you're absolutely right. He probably was on the verge of signing with Chelsea pre-sanctions. So I think it's just yeah. the situation that you're like, okay, defense might be a real issue for Chelsea for the next year or two. It could be, but if if we can get the if we can get the ownership sorted, I do trust Tuchel to go into the transfer market and uh, be able to reinforce any of the defensive uh, departures that we have. Will they? Will he reinforce them? And will they play up to the level of the player that is leaving? No one has any clue if that's going to happen. But uh, straight I don't... swap for Harry Maguire. Oh God. <laughs> You are so sweet to off that. Can you imagine Harry Maguire and Lukaku every day in training? Heading drills back and forth. They never, they never hit the head. They'd be, they'd be playing head tennis from sixty yards (laughs) out. Rudiger was everywhere on the field. Yeah, I mean every single ball. I mean that Chelsea, that Chelsea performance was really, really good minus the two mistakes that led to the two goals, you know, they, they were taking it to Real Madrid. So, I mean, it is what it is. You can say they let it uh, slip, slip through their hands at the end there. Rudiger. Yeah, if, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all know about slipping. Some of us. Speaking might- of slipping, let's talk about uh, the, the final champions league game that happened this week. Uh, Liverpool played Benfica walked in with, I don't even what what was your aggregate to, to start the three game? One. Three one. Three one to start the game. Yeah, you walked in with a three one advantage. Um, and then uh you, I mean, as as exciting as the second half of the game was, Benfica was never really in that game, to be fair. And so yeah, I'm gonna turn it over to the Liverpool consortium and, and let them tell you all about it. Thank you. Yeah. Skip, come on. You haven't been in a month. You're up, buddy. Um, we got the job done. We made seven changes from our squad versus City. We have the deepest and best squad that I've ever seen Liverpool have. And we basically rotated three quarters of our squad and got up on a big lead and then kind of fucked around and let them score some goals. But the game was never really in doubt. So, I mean clinical is what I, how I would describe them like they, they they got they knew what the job was they did the job and you know they were able to rest a number of players after a pretty intense um, game versus City and hopefully you know with City having gotten beaten up pretty bad um, and Atletico you know we'll be able to have some fresher legs for Saturday for the FA Cup semifinal so job well done Bobby, you know Bobby looked good he was clinical you know uh, not much to see we kind of like I said fucked around at the end lost some concentration looking ahead to City but you know, you have Captain Washed at midfield. Poor, poor Milner, I think, is his last leg. So it kind of happens. You know, Hendo is not a spring chicken anymore either. But Kanate's still learning. But you start those guys and, you know, you got to get them fre- uh, the rest of the squad fresh for Saturday. And and we move on to play uh, the mighty Villarreal. So we will see. Can, can you be more specific with the Captain Washed next time? I wasn't sure which one you were talking about. That's true. We're, two of the we're three of them. Two, right? Well, there's three. This, this weekend. We have three washed players? No, there's two ca- three captains. Two of them were washed. Allison oh. got the armband at the end. True. Who is not, so. No. That was a good performance, man. I mean, what else do you want? You, you know, all, it doesn't really matter at this point how it, how it looks as long as you get the job done. You know, they're, they're playing something like 
you know, 10 games in 30 days or something crazy. So to be able to rotate your squad is, is super important. And they finally have enough players where they're able to do it. So, I mean, Uh, so my internet is i was to say my internet is super sketchy at this point um it was a it was a fun game to watch it was uh the it's darwin nunez the forward for them is and um so he's going to be fun to see how his career progresses other than and that I it like Skip said, it was great to see um the guys get rested, some guys get rested, and other ones get the chance to maybe get into rhythm based on what we've got going forward. Nunez gives me um sold at a high fee to United and loaned back to Benfica in two years vibes. You know, like he's gonna come to the to the Premier League bust, end up back at Benfica and back like 30 goals a year again. Can we talk about how bad Salah's been? Can we talk about that? (laughs) Sure. It hasn't been that bad, but okay. I mean, by his standards. He's trying to lose the golden boot. That's true. He's just trying to make it interesting. It just depends which Tottenham player is going to take it from him. Uh, All right, so so non-Liverpool fans... Would you uh, would you prefer the Liverpool quadruple or the City treble? Which one would you go for? The City treble, because I wouldn't have to hear about it from anyone. <laughs> city. Definitely City. Kyle's. I don't want to. City treble. Kyle. The City. I don't want to see Skiff, Eric, or Jen happy. Hmm. <laughs> wow. We, we have really. Kyle, I'm, I'm never happy. We we. Why beat are you mean <laughs> to me? I think I think that's our fault, Jen. We we beat him up too much early. Kyle, I think you're going to sign some defenders. Okay, Christian, what do you think is more likely? I would go with the I would go with the Liverpool quadruple rather than City treble. Really? Yeah, I don't want City to win the European Cup ever. Well, you only nice. gave us those two choices. If you ask me what I think is going to happen, I don't think either of them are going to get to a treble. Yeah, I mean... Uh, One of them's winning the treble, I think. I mean, so Liverpool... City, Liverpool already have the, the one cup in the bag. Yeah. I mean, there's the, no one. The, the Champions League. I mean, they're going to be in the final. Mm-hmm. Seems likely. City have already. City have got a, you know, a, a beat up team this weekend. So you think they will make the FA Cup final? Yeah. yeah. Still, still a chance for Chelsea in there. I mean, you have to win the league to have a real trouble, I guess. So. So you just City, say, you, City. You just say that because we we won we won the B Tech treble. No one cares about that. <laughs> yeah, I just I just hope you guys continue to beat Arsenal. Everybody that has to play them, please. <laughs> you talk all the trophies you want, okay? I'm not mm-hmm. interested in that. My trophy's fourth place, buddy. That's right. Fourth place is <laughs> fourth place is my everything. Well, next, we had. Next, uh, 
Next season's Champions League is going to be Liverpool, City, Chelsea, and West Ham. Oh, oh West Ham. Because oh, West Ham's going to win the um, Europa League. Okay, I got it. At first, I was like, that, what? That would, be, that would be what happened. They don't. They don't. <laughs> even, even with Tottenham getting fourth place, West Ham. Well, that's West happened to Europa us before. Oh. That happened to us before when Chelsea won the Champions League. We finished fourth. You that get year. five. That's horrible. It was the Di Matteo year, I think, Kyle, wasn't it? You get five as you win, don't you? It was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Finished 10th in the league, won Champions League, and got Tottenham the fuck out of there. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that right there, Kyle, is karma. <laughs> come back. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm leaning into being the asshole since you guys just put me on the stand for 20 minutes oh, to man. start the show. We're gonna talking, hear about this all weekend, man. Um, <laughs> we're talking shit about this crap. Talking shit about Musk. You went from the oligarch. You might as well go jump right into the apartheid with Elon Musk. So. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Let's let's. How did we get forward. to South Africa? Uh, I'm so confused. We're uh, we're we're done talking Champions League stuff now. Let's talk about the FA Cup, which we got games this weekend. One game on Saturday. Damn. One game on Sunday. Uh, first up, the a rematch of the the match from this past weekend, Liverpool versus City. Cannot end in a draw, so it has to end in a winner. Yeah, so that's kind of oh, exciting. Is that what it means? Nice. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. So, what do we think, Liverpool Liverpudlians? I I think it playing them again within a week. I think suits us okay. Um, I think the fact that Walker is hurt and Kevin is hurt um, and they had to travel and that kind of stuff. Like, I think it, it sets us up well, but I still think it's going to be a nail biter. So. We're going to smash them. Smash them. Three to one. Three to one. They are tired. They don't want to see us. They gave their best game. Last weekend, they came all out in the first half. They just swarmed us over. They knocked us out, came back. We hit them back. They should have won the game. Their confidence is down. We're going to smash them. We need to record Skiff every time he says nonsense like this. Like, every single time, right? (laughs) We start taking a tally. Uh, Yeah, right? (laughs) There's never been a time when he has been so confident and Liverpool have won. Ever. (sighs) We've never Stop. had this. We've never had this great of a team. That's why well, I don't do it. Well, that's not true. You have not in my lifetime, Christian. Uh, also in your lifetime, but that's okay. I mean, you're another one of these Johnny Come Latelys, but that's totally fine. So, City will <laughs> keep the ball and pass it around, wear you down because you're all 100 miles an hour for the first 60 minutes. Pep knows what he's doing. He's a master. City will win this easy, two three nil. Well, it's interesting how they, um, Pepe. He admitted this this week is he's introduced some verticality into it, just to to mix up the build up play. Um, and he says he took it from Liverpool. I don't know that he think he was just um, fluffing Klopp a little bit, but yeah, nice. The the variety because he he's not typically one of those. He's very pragmatic, and you know these genius types are very arrogant. And they don't listen. Trust me, I know. So um, the the fact that he's a mixing it up and b admitting it is interesting to me. 
I'm just surprised that none of you have mentioned the thing, the the real reason why Liverpool will will lose the, the game this weekend. And that they're, is... they're looking ahead to United. Oh, very possibly three days. Do they, do they play West Ham soon? Dude, we we yeah, smashed we, you last, we smashed you last time, and we're gonna smash you again. Yeah, good luck, You're just good luck going on, to... on that. Good luck on that rest. What was the score last time we played? Who cares? It's in the past. How are you gonna beat a team <laughs> who's bringing ten? Hogs? Oh, you've you've gotten oh. worse since then. Significantly oh, too. <laughs> you lost to fucking Everton. Jesus, the one team he wanted you to be. Maybe we did that on purpose. Yeah, the rivalry runs deep, Skip. <laughs> the enemy so they, of my enemy. they hate us enough to <laughs> the enemy drop of my a enemy. game to Everton? Okay. That's big brain 4D chess strategy there, Charles. <laughs> right? He's a, do- he a doctor. That's right. Oy. Yeah, that just means anybody can be a doctor. Yeah, it's post management. No one cares about that stuff. <laughs> Kyle looks like oh, I'm taking Lord. a stand. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that means you, I can no, get you, recused. You, you like physically removed Kyle from stand and jumped on the stand yourself when you said that. That's what happened. <laughs> Your Honor, all please. For, all for all for one great joke. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking Yay. of Chelsea, let's uh, let's move on to, to Chelsea Palace. Kyle, give us a rundown. What's going on there? Yeah. So we got um, Crystal Palace in the semifinal um, at Wembley. Um, Connor Gallagher is not going to be allowed to play. Uh, Crystal Palace. Him, no. Yeah. Crystal Palace petitioned. Um, or asked Chelsea if Connor Gallagher would be allowed to play, and Chelsea told him no, um, which is smart on Chelsea's part, even if it is a bit harsh. But you know that's life. Um, I, I honestly I don't know what to expect after watching Chelsea the past two games. I think we win. Uh, having watched Chelsea at Selhurst Park uh, diddle around for eighty nine minutes before deciding to do something with the ball, I don't know. Um, but I think uh, I think Chelsea will end up getting a W. I don't know if it'll be convincing, but I think they'll come away with a win and go on to the FA Cup final. So, Scott, predictions, Christian? Uh, Palace are kind of good right now. Yeah, they're very good, right? And a uh, friend of the pod, Rebecca Lowe. Uh, shout out to her team, and I think they will probably beat Chelsea, right? I mean, Chelsea are going to be tired. They suck. So there's that. Yeah. I um I'll have a soft spot for Palace for quite some time after what they did to Arsenal last week. <laughs> three it was three. They won nil. some big games. If anybody I know I've been missing, I've been MIA. I'll just slide this in. If anybody wants a laugh, look at the league table and goal difference between Spurs and Arsenal over the last five weeks. It's like with the goal difference has swung like 18 in two weeks. It's the, been the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Cool, cool story. That really just sums up your fandom there that you get hot and bothered for goal differential swings. Well, you just wait till we come for your third spot. And when, uh, when West Ham win the Europa League, you'll be the ones on the outside looking in. Hey. What are your thoughts, Charles? Who's going to win? I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh when Patrick Vieira wins his first FA Cup as a manager. I, I like 
when you think of who, like the order of who you'd want um, to win it, like if it can't be your team, you know, who, who would you prefer? I honestly would be tickled pink if Crystal Palace wound up winning it, if it wasn't Liverpool, like I, just cause it would be a really cool story. So. Yeah. Also, also because I mean, the other teams. no, no one, if you look at the, the, the final four teams that are in the FA cup right now, no one except for, maybe like I don't know four players in the reserve team for Crystal Palace are sitting there thinking we got a shot no yeah. one is thinking that Palace has a shot that went in this which makes them really prime cool to actually take it down yeah. I really I mean, wish <clears throat> Chelsea had said that Connor Gallagher could play like I understand why they didn't but it would uh, it would be cool to not be afraid of him and let him play through that man no way. Take every advantage you can get. I mean, realistically, Chelsea, Chelsea, or not Chelsea, uh, City and Liverpool, if, if they're going to give up one of, the, one of their titles that they have remaining left to, to be won, it's going to be the this FA is Cup. The one. Yeah. yeah. So neither of them is going to care as much as either Chelsea or, or Palace does. So I think the winner of, of the Sunday matchup is uh, likely the winner of the Cup overall. However that may go. I'm, I'm actually okay with that, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you for being realistic. I appreciate uh, that. I, I shit on the League Cup and the FA Cup a lot because we never had enough squad to do it and we never prioritized it, but I want to win everything now. I want all the trophies. So <laughs> <laughs> I Fair. used to just... I used to just crap on them because we never had big enough squad to actually go for it, but we do now. Yes, so I, want, I want them. <laughs> All the sorry, all the shiny things, all of the shiny things. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. It'll be good either way. All right, let's uh, let's move on to talk about the other games going on this weekend. The thing that we normally are covering, um, you know, for this podcast, and that's Premier League. Uh, so I'm going to turn this over to Jen. Jen, lead us in a little uh, little little Premier Pick'em. Okay, so um, the past couple weeks. Um, because I did not pick the teams, um, I realized that um, whoever did pick the teams didn't necessarily send them to you guys. So we have a big, humongous blind spot in our tally. So um, the cool thing is, is now everybody's here and you get to give your picks live and in person. I'm so excited. So our first matchup is Newcastle versus Leicester. Um who has any strong opinion about this? We've got Newcastle on the way up. We've got Leicester that's kind of treading water. Um, so what do you guys think? Let's, listen, Leicester are in the semifinals of the very prestigious conference league championship. So, you know, they're going to win because I, I hate Newcastle. We had two teams from the Premier League in that in that conference league, right? We did. Where's what happened to the other one? Well, the They're other doing one other things now. We uh, we got kicked out for actually reporting our COVID cases. We didn't have there enough players go. to. We didn't have enough players, so we had to forfeit. Thank you for asking. We care about the the pandemic and people's health and safety, unlike the scoundrels and scumbags of the clubs that you all support. 
absolute plastic fans and scumbag clubs. Thank you. All, all I heard was Spurs forfeited. That's that's unfortunate. No. That's, so, that sounds like something you'd want to hear. So, well, Scott, what is your take on the the Leicester Newcastle matchup? Leicester, le- <laughs> yeah, which which Scott? <laughs> the the real Scott Mackey, the bald right. one. So, so I think that. Uh... <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, Scott. I'm not sure what the question was, but I think that Newcastle would definitely beat Leicester this weekend because Newcastle are a very good team. Leicester are not. Scott brought up a good point. Um, Leicester are shit, Newcastle. Newcastle are not. Newcastle are an up-and-coming team. Speaking of scumbag clubs. We'll be in the Champions League within the next two years, replacing whoever doesn't have enough money to compete. You know, I think that's true because they'll use their their Saudi backing to um, to do some type of fraudulent behavior with UEFA presidents and figure out a way to get them in. That sounds like something Russian oligarchs would do. But, or Elon our, but our friend friend of the pod, Scott McKay, can't really talk about it because he's sulking with us, I think. <laughs> so, Charles... What's your take this particular matchup? Uh, Newcastle have a, a a tough a tough week this week. I mean, they got to play Leicester first, and then they face Palace. Uh, it's not not an easy set of games. Um, but as Christian mentioned, they are they are playing much better than they were. I mean, the the money they spent is is doing good things for them. Um, honestly, I would my I'm going to venture to guess that they split these games. Um, whether it's a win and a loss or a win and a draw, uh, I'm not sure. But um, I, for this first one against Leicester, I think um, I think Leicester have been playing well lately, and I think that'll continue. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say a draw for this one. Okay, um, Eric. And Leicester has been playing a little bit better than they were. Newcastle is definitely trending on the way up. Um, I think the game is at Newcastle, correct? Yes. So I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say a, a nice hard fought 2-2 draw. Okay. Kyle, what do you see happening? Um I'm going to go with Newcastle. Uh St. James St. James Park is a really tough place to go and play. Um and they have been playing uh infinitely better since uh Eddie Howe took over and they spent um all that money in January the players are starting to gel and um I think they'll continue to improve. So, and Leicester's always good to drop a game that they shouldn't. So, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and agree with Skiff. Um, I think Leicester get the job done. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, as Charles alluded to, there is actually a second um, Newcastle game on our menu. So, the next one is Newcastle Palace. So as we mentioned, Palace has a Sunday matchup against Chelsea, um, and then they they play Newcastle a few days later. So how do you guys see this one playing out, Christian? I think probably the same as uh, the previous game. So Newcastle will beat Palace by about two or three goals to zero. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Also, Palace are going to take Chelsea to extra time and then beat them in penalties. So they were tired. Are they going to bring Kappa in? Suck. Would they? Kyle, would they? I mean, if they went to Pens, do you think they'd bring him in again? You have to. Um, I think so. I don't think Tuchel will let the previous uh, instance when that didn't work deter him from doing it because that's been the game plan um, all oh. season with regards to um, penalties. So you have to imagine that last time was a one-off and that he'll make at least one save if he has to, if it goes to it. So I well, think if you think if you think about the, deci- the, the data and, and the things that went into the decision to put Kepa in there, you can't use those things to make that decision and then not make that decision again. It's just, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And Tuchel, I think will lean on that. And he's not, I don't think he's one to let the response in the media dictate what he does in the future. So I do think if it comes to it, he'll, he'll sub Kepa in for penalties. Has Kepa played since then for you guys? Since the last, since the League Cup final, care about Cup. Yeah. since his penalty landed. Well, if, his, if we're going off when his penalty landed, God knows when we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so because the League Cup was after Afcon, right? Yes. Yes, because Mindy was back. At, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So no, he hasn't. So one of the things that like you, you just like in the psychology of keepers and stuff like that, like it would just be so rough if it did go to penalties, he did get put in again and it still didn't work. Like you just wonder what he'd wind up doing to his stock because part of his, you know what I mean? Part of, part of his price tag is his ability to be the, that guy. Yeah, but I think so. I think Keppa A has played his way into uh, either going out on loan to a good team or getting sold to a team where he'll be the number one keeper again. I don't know where that'll be. I don't know if it'll be in England, but I do think he's played well when he was called upon. And I don't think if it were to go to penalties again and he was unsuccessful again, I don't think they'd use the previous two penalty shootouts to. to over the other penalty shootouts where he's been very successful. So I think, I don't know if it'll really damage his stock all that much. It could uh, damage his psyche, which I think is still in a precarious place, but um, that's for, that's for someone else to decide. So, but I think yeah. if it does go there, I do expect, yeah. So. Okay. Um, I hope I pick Crystal Palace. I pick Palace. Do you think so? Do you think Palace? How do you think? I don't, I don't you, think. I don't. I just, just pick, go with your I guy. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Nope. I, fine. That's fine. All right, Eric, what do you think? Or feel? I have to think either if you don't want to. <laughs> oh, I do that plenty, of, plenty enough. But I'm going to say uh, Palace 2 1. I think Palace is uh, doing really, really well. More complete club than Newcastle, although. Like I said in the last pick, I think they're doing a lot better too. They're on the way up, but I think Palace probably has too much for them in the end. So I'm going to say Palace two one. Okay. So Charles, wait, you uh, kind of already. Well, no, you didn't say yeah. your result for this, this one. Is, this is the game that Newcastle is going to win. Uh, Palace are going to be uh, str- struggling a little bit after uh, beating Chelsea on on the weekend, and um, yeah, they'll, they'll they won't be able to, to muster the energy to 
put down a, a, a spirited Newcastle, uh, probably 2-1. Okay. Um, I, I think having Con- Connor Gallagher completely rested because he's not going to be allowed to play um, against Chelsea definitely adds something to um, like their game. So I, I think they are probably going to have a bit of a hangover um, from their FA game. And I, but I don't know what that necessarily, what that hangover is going to be. Um, I'm going to go with a draw. So as much as it frustrates me to say, because my heart wants to pick palace. Um, so anyway, um, so we have all logged our picks for that one. So the I'll next pick- one, I'll I'll take Newcastle since we just skipped over me. We skipped oh, me too. I knew you That's talked. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Somehow we got back on Chelsea. Okay. So say that again. Who are you picking? Uh, for the second match, I'll take Newcastle as well. Okay, Scott. Uh, I'll take the Fighting Rebecca Lowe's. Okay. So for the rest of you who haven't been paying attention, that would be Crystal Palace. Yes, um, and if you're listening, Rebecca, um, call me. <laughs> okay. Oh God, she's not. Oh my <laughs> Well, she may you know what? Shoot, shoot your shot, babe. That's fine. Good job, Scott. Good job, Scott. Good luck getting Paul Buckleback. Wait, as good as consoled, yeah. right? Paul, Paul's not joining oh the podcast with us again. I didn't say for what, guys. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So the next matchup is Tottenham Brighton. Um, so Scott, why don't you start with this one? He meant redeem yourself. That was implied, from, but not from what? When you're just using. What's the- your take on the game? No, I, I'm familiar with the question you asked. I was re- responding to Christian. So this this would typically be one of those. Um, matches for Spurs to drop painfully. But I've said that like four times in a row now, and we continue not to do it. So I think Conte is actually doing stuff with, with the club and uh, the mentality is starting to turn. I, being the Spurs fan that I am, I still have that underlying like feeling in my gut. Like, when is this going to, when is this going to end? Gonna like, when is the Spurs yeah. come back? Um, I, I don't know that it's going to. And as silly as it sounds, I'm, I'm a little nervous that uh, we're going to be without Doherty because he was playing some good some good stuff. And uh, in the league. combines. Honestly, he, he has yeah. been lately right. one of the best one of the best in the sure. league. He, Probably he combines. Europe. He Probably combines. Europe. Well, he, he jokes aside, he combines very well with Kulisevsi, who creates a lot of space in a unique way. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what we look like without him. But um Brighton are also just not very good right now. So, um, and, and Conte knows Potter pretty well. He, he admires the way he plays. So he studies him quite a bit. So I think we're going to know what to expect from them. And our front three, I don't have any concerns about any defense in the league uh, against that front three. So I, I think we'll handle it pretty easily. Yeah. I think you guys are also going to wind up winning this one. Um, I, I just, let me Tottenham let me inter- has who has a, struggled to find some form. Who's got a better front three right now than we do? Liverpool Is that the same the same front three? Hold on. The same front three if said their best players playing like shit, that, that front three. And and the who's the front three for Chelsea? 
fun five par with your three. So we don't even have to just pick three. Like that, that's some that's some scouser math. Well, okay. We can pick any of Chelsea's from three and they'd be better pick than three. yours. Pick three. Come. Who? All right. So if I was, I would say Lukaku is better than anybody in Europe from three. Next. Ferner, better than anybody. Havertz, better than anybody. And then America's uh, dream boy, Pulisic, better than any of Europe from three. I mean, I could keep going on. I'm waiting for you to start. Oh. And obviously Liverpool's, I mean, they have the best front five in the league. In Europe, actually. So, all right. So, well, okay. So, if you just look at numbers, right, Mo has 20. Diogo has 15. To be fair. Sadio has 13. So, well, I mean, like, I, I don't understand what, what are you trying to say besides Song, who has what, 17? Harry's behind Cristiano Ronaldo. He's even with, with Tony from like Brentford. What's your point? Which, okay, are you telling me that you would pick Cristiano Ronaldo over Harry Kane? No, but I damn sure pick. Of the time. Oh my. I would pick Jonah. I would pick right? Sadio. I would you would take. Mo. You would ta- hold on. Would Wait, was that a serious question? US wow. Hold on. Hold on. You would take Mane over Harry Kane. Hundred percent. Yes, because Sadio has scored thirteen, and Harry's only scored twelve, and two of those were penalty kicks. Yeah, a hundred percent. I would. And if you wouldn't, you don't know your numbers. Oh, she's a shit on you. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Sadio Mane okay, well, is nothing compared to Harry Kane or Son, even. You guys, you guys, you, listen, you guys, all of you, all of you at several points in the past four months on this podcast have talked so much shit about Mane. It makes me sick. Have not. Like now this is I have absolutely, not. Okay, maybe you're I the only one not. that hasn't. Maybe you're the only You've one You've never hasn't. once listened to an episode. You can't even say we've been talking about Scott, you're full of crap. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, you guys are so full of shit, it hurts. So, yeah, no, so it's you, Eric. You guys, it's totally Eric. You, you guys mean to tell me that you've talked nothing but good things about Mane in the past six yes, months? I have. Have. Yes. I have. Yes. 100%. Skiff. I also deal with him in a like a Liverpool chat. I a hundred percent have. It hasn't been on the last six months. He doesn't count. I don't I, count. Okay, this is the most mind-boggling shit I've ever heard. Uh, okay, let's just move on. I think Mane is like so, the top goal scorer in the Champions League this year, bro. He's up there for Liverpool. How many goals does so Harry Kane? What is what is Harry Kane won recently? Has oh he, what God. has he done is with this, England? Is this talk sport now? No, but I mean, like, all of a sudden, what I mean, like, literally looking at his numbers, Harry Kane is even with Tony, who plays for Brentford. I don't even know. So so if everything is supposed, like, supposedly your system, everything goes through Kane, right? He's the one that's supposed to do everything. He's the The, magic man, right? The the fact that Sun has more goals would dictate that that is not correct. Okay, um, so why would all right? So knowing that you have fine, you have two dudes that are supposed to be world class, right? They don't add up to the top, our top one and our top two, or our top one and our top three. I'm I'm honestly 
disappointed that you're using like grandpa's stats with me, like goals scored and trophies. Like, I don't know how to have this conversation if those, if that's what we're talking about. What are you talking about then? You're asking who's the better striker. I said, right? who's, who's got the best front three right now is what I said right now, today. We today, do. This fucking we day. do. Liverpool does. Who's your third person? 15 minutes ago, Skiff said, can we talk about how shit Salah is right now? This is patently absurd that we're having this conversation. Absolutely. So absurd. You're going with Skiff's, your, 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 your entire you argue life with Skiff when is he on, that? Do I, I argue with everybody who says random shit on this thing? Except I would, me, apparently. I would, I would take... Oh, because the, you're talking trash. I would take Diaz and Jota and either one of Mane or Sala over your t- top three. Who's our third person? Exactly. Nobody No, important. no, no. Seriously, ask, answer the question. If you're, if you're going to argue with me about this, at least know the answer to that question. You don't have a third person. He's got the... He's got the most assists in the league since he joined the fucking league. You guys are absolutely ridiculous. He's it's, not even the ridiculous. best. He's not even the best signing in January. Okay, this is this is honestly <laughs> the most aggravating shit I've ever. Read. Let's move on. This is annoying. What's next? Who is it? I'm still trying to figure out who it is. I'm assuming it's Kulisevsky, but I don't know. This I, is a great. This is a I, great. Um, great I podcast. would. I would I would take Harry Kane and Hunden Son, but that's just me. All right. You're right. On form, you have the better top three, but we have a better five that we can rotate through. On form. That's the, the question I asked. Thank you. I still wouldn't trade any of our five. I'm just saying. And part of it has to do with part of it has to do with work ethic, and part of it has to do with I know you guys love it. It's honor, but no. Son would be the only one of the three that I would take at this point, but that's okay. I like, I like we're going with Don the Stoll. All right, so Chelsea, Arsenal before Scott McKay, all six of us, blows the gaskets. Chelsea, Arsenal, everybody's favorite. Uh, London, North London rivalry? Yeah. <laughs> I think that Tottenham is going to smash Brighton, and I think that Chelsea is going to smash Arsenal. That's my Oh, so I didn't pick uh, Tottenham Brighton. I think Brighton will win because lads, it's Spurs. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get to pick Tottenham, Tottenham Brighton either. <laughs> I don't think any of us. I think I think Scott was the only one who, who talked about that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to take Tottenham over Brighton um, to answer the previous question, um, and then I'm going to take Chelsea over Arsenal to answer the current question. Charles, what do you think? Uh, I actually am in the same mindset uh, as Christian. Um, I think Brighton's going to take that game, uh, not because of anything that Spurs front three are going to do, but the, just the but fact hey, that they've, they've been on hey, a hot run. It's a, it's a good front three. It's Spurs. Uh, so they're going to they're gonna Spurs Lots. it up soon. Um, I'm just going off of history. So, um, And then for Chelsea-Arsenal, um. Yeah, I'm gonna take Chelsea. They're gonna be really sad about their loss on Sunday and uh, come out and um, smack Arteta ball around. For a little you while. are you are really hitching your wagon to this Crystal Palace story. Why not? I do. Somebody's where, gonna fight for the underdog. Look, Amazon has a Amazon has a special called "Where Eagles Fly" about Crystal Palace. So there you go. Guess who's watching that tonight? Not you. <laughs> Nobody. It's like seven episodes, but it is really good. 
did a podcast and apparently Scott McKay. <laughs> Scott. Draw. You're up on Chelsea Arsenal. Draw. It's going to be a draw. Oh, draw. <laughs> I thought you said bra. <laughs> no, no, draw. <laughs> this is, this is the like, kind okay. of game... This is the kind of game Arsenal doesn't look like shit in. But they're not going to win, I don't think. All right. Skiff? I already said that I was picking Chelsea. Oh, okay. All right. Just because I want them to win so that Tottenham can get fourth. Oh, fair. So, um, I think Chelsea. But, yeah. So, Eric, have you gone? No. So what's your I see Chelsea. Okay. All right. So last one. No pressure. <laughs> Liverpool United. We're going to smash United again. Smash them. Just mm. three, four, one, maybe. Skiff really thinks yes. that this is like 2013 FSU coming out on the field every game. It kind of is. It's not. You just it's drew with City. Yeah, tell you what's real funny about, about, about the difference between the, the two fan bases, right? So in the 90s and 2000s, when United were the best team in, on the planet, Liverpool fans would always be like, this United team is so bad, we're going to like smash them like every game. And uh, so the difference now is this Liverpool team is probably the best team they've ever had. And uh, United fans are like, yeah, we've got no chance. And uh, we will lose convincingly 1-1. Oh, wow. (laughs) That would be rough. Skiff, I I will say, I never had to say on... The regarding the 2013 Seminoles, how shit Jameis Winston's been, just FYI. So I wouldn't go be so quick to compare your little Liverpool to 2013 FSU since you were just railing against Mane for five minutes. Did you see how shit shit he was in the first half of the national championship game? Well, that's because they had our son. But he wasn't, though, was he? Yeah. Did you not watch it? Well, Salah wasn't either. We just talked about that. What you guys even talking about? I mean, he has totally more. took down Auburn. You don't even know your front three, Scott. Get out of here, bro. Here's the here's the thing about Salah. I'm he's had a downturn, right? Like he hasn't been scoring the goals. But when you look at his goal creation, his assists, and the positions he's been in, he's there, right? Like it's not like his form is dropped. He just hasn't been finishing, and he hasn't been playing at an elite level. He's still oh, a man. very good player. He's not even going to the World Cup. Who cares? I mean, Pulisic's going to the World Cup. That's how bad it is. Exactly. <laughs> you're, just, you're just mad about the uh, the, the future winners of uh, Group B. Uh, I am. Playing, sure. playing, along, playing alongside right. England. No matter, <laughs> no matter who wins the group, the real winner is Dr. Winterbottom over here, Mr. Dual Citizenship. <laughs> Mr. Campbell. Well, it won't be mind. America, that's for sure. <laughs> oh... Skiff, I would I would be more inclined to believe your um, blissful fandom and perception of of Liverpool this season if it weren't for the fact that the game last weekend against City City controlled the game. 
uh, City were unlucky not to beat you by two goals or more, uh, realistically. You all hung on the majority of that game and were lucky to escape with a draw. Uh, this Liverpool team is very good. City are better. Uh, and because of that, because you're facing them again on Saturday, I think that you your defenses will be down, uh, and whereas United has nothing to lose. And that's what makes United scary. United might actually even get a new manager bump with the oh, announcement no on Monday. No way. This United see, team is, is so be, bad. It's this is going to be the ugliest upset we've ever no, seen. Absolutely at, not. At one Absolutely point. not. Absolutely not. Listen, you know like... the saying. You know the saying. Pigs get fed, ten hogs get slaughtered. Oh. <laughs> Liverpool easily. I don't wins. get it. And I know oh. you you would think Liverpool <laughs> will win this like four or five nil, honestly. This United team is so bad. It's easily the worst team I've seen us put out. Easily. Is not, Fred still hurt? Not players, not players by by uh that's good level. But as a team, this is easily the worst team I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Fred left the last game. There isn't, hasn't been an update as to whether or not he'll play. We'll see uh, if he comes into the game on Saturday against Norwich. Now, when you say he left, like he left like Antonio Brown left the Jets game or he was injured? No, like injured. Like he okay, was injured. it was vague. He didn't just you, you, okay. take it his clothes the, off. In and... a vague way. Okay. Mm-hmm. He left like Neymar is about to go to where Brazil for a month. I think we win, but I don't think we necessarily destroy them like we did the last time. So I think it'll be closer, but I don't think, I, I think it'll be a win. So. Hopefully it'll be an honorable win for you guys. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I hope, I hope it is a VAR decision in the 90th minute that gives us a penalty and we score. That is the game oh, winner. I mean, no. you, mean, you mean to tie the game? I mean, that won't upset <laughs> anybody, honestly. We expect to lose and lose big. So he's <laughs> like, if it's that close, hell right? yeah, that's <laughs> a win. It's United, right? Honestly, no. I, I do. You think? I mean, do you think there's like going to be a revenge element that you guys are aiming for? Well, um, maybe. I mean, the players cared. From a few players, yeah. Not from not, not from, from eleven. Of like Fred and the hair cares. They're not good enough to care. Oh God. So Eric. I think it'll be a Liverpool win, but I think it's gonna be a lot closer than it was last time. They're gonna be playing for pride because they got whacked up at the uh, you know at the um, old Trafford. So I'm gonna say two one Liverpool. Like, you guys must be seeing a different team than I am. Like, this team doesn't care. <laughs> They've checked out. Right. You, for Man sure. United, it Man United it could be checked out. four, five, six nil, and, and the players don't care. This I mean, was, so this was, this was the match that uh, I said Liverpool should have kept scoring. This was the reverse picture that I told you Liverpool right. should have kept scoring. Right. It was 2 nothing. Yeah. It could have been 4 5 6 nothing, But they just kind of let off the gas. Um, they did. Man United have checked out, like I said. Um, you got Ronaldo breaking rival fans' phones. Um, you don't have. You have that a, was rough. 
You have a manager who knows he's on his way out to working six days a month or whatever it's going to be. Um, I think I think Man United are just waiting for the season or want the end of the season to get here um, so the rebuild can start. I think Liverpool will end up winning this game. I don't know if it'll be a bloodbath because I think Liverpool will again let off the gas, but um, I do think they'll win. So, so, so there's, there's one thing that may change it. So if United win against Norwich... That's a big F. And then both Arsenal and Tottenham don't win, then that may change the perception of the United players. I mean, I doubt it because they're just wankers who have been shit on season. <laughs> but uh, but it may but do. If they else. have if they have a, a viable path to getting back in the top four, you mean you right. if they have something to play for versus just Right, you know the right. team's going through the motions. Yeah, so I mean, it could, and you know, it, I mean, it, this could be the game that it clicks for United for ninety minutes and they they win one nil. But given what we've seen over the past couple months, I don't expect it. But I would like it. Well, I you know, I didn't want to say it, but you said it. But that's fine. But right. I mean, we haven't been owned by in Russian oligarchs. That's fine. Oh yeah, it's back to shit on Kyle. We forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen. When when facts are shitting on you, then you are in fact owned by this gentleman. So, I I wasn't. I'm my own man. I apologize. You are. Thank you. Poor phrasing on my part. I apologize. I appreciate that. All right. Any more games? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Surprisingly, we're out. We're all out of games to pick from from this week. So uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully these matches live up to our billing uh, as we as we've sold them to the audience. So uh, now we're gonna kick it over to Eric. Bring it home with uh, what can't be any crazier than the things we've said on the podcast so far. What's going on in the world of well, football? To be honest, I to be honest, I got nothing because all you guys want is positive stories apparently. So that makes it a lot harder, but. But uh, no, seriously, there's not a whole lot going on so far as, you know, stories we really haven't reported it on or something uh, uplifting a positive. So just go back to, you know, Christian Erickson. He scored, you know, during the international break uh, a couple of games ago or a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's been scoring and I think he scored two, I think, in the Premier League. He's just had a just a wonderful comeback story from almost dying on the pitch to now not only playing football again, but really thriving for his side. And it's just a, a salute to, you know, perseverance and, and toughness and, you know, the power of medicine. And, and I think it's just a really awesome story. Now we'll throw in yes. a, an additional positive update. Uh, FSU soccer alum uh, Jalen Howell got her first international goal this past week uh, yes. in a friendly match against uh, Uzbekistan. So it was really nice of her to get on, on, on the score sheet and open her account. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter who you score against. It just matters that you score with the, uh, with the yeah. U.S. shirt on. So. Really cool have you her. guys speaking of FSU? Have you guys heard anything about the coaching search? Haven't heard a thing. Nope. I, I think the the salary budget is cut in half, and the other half is going to Mims on NIL deals. <laughs> is what I've heard. <laughs> we can only hope, Scott. We can only hope. <laughs> All right. I want to oh, thank everybody rough. for uh, for tuning in. It's very very good to have the entire crew back for uh, for the podcast tonight. Look forward to uh, chatting more Premier League uh, soccer as it winds down to the end of this season. Uh, and we're supposed to have World Cup football this uh, this summer, but uh, yeah, we got to wait all the way until November, unfortunately. Do so. have the, the women's Euros? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's wait, wait, which is harder to win in the World Cup. So that's that. Christian, do you where is the women Euros going to be all across Europe? Are they using it? Are they doing it in one specific country? England. Do you know England? Nice. England. So all five of them then. Here we go. We'll we'll be wait, England or the UK. I mean, I said England. Okay. <laughs> So you meant oh, England? It's it's, it's that... only us. It's only us that get confused about the different terms. That Christian knows them pretty well. Oh, okay. And okay. So. The, the Liverpool. And, with... I know what? I'm American, but still I can look it out. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool women got promoted to the. Uh, yes, they did. Nice. Uh, good job. Yeah. All right. Back in the big show. All right. We will see everyone next week.